Welcome to Fiscal One-on-One. This Iowa Legislative Services Agency audio program consists of interviews conducted by the Fiscal Services Division staff. Each brief conversational interview features an expert answering questions concerning a fiscal topic of interest within an Iowa State agency. The following interview was conducted in November 2011. David Reynolds of the Fiscal Services Division interviewed Calvin McElvogue from the Department of Administrative Services about how the Comprehensive Annual Financial Report is assembled, what is included in this report, and how that information is used by the state. My name is Dave Reynolds of the Legislative Services Agency. Today we're talking to Calvin McElvogue of the Department of Administrative Services State Accounting Enterprise concerning the Iowa Comprehensive Annual Financial Report. Calvin, Comprehensive Annual Financial Report, or what is commonly referred to as the CAFR, is a very important document of the state's finances. But I think there are a lot of people as well as lawmakers that might not know anything about this report, or if they do, they might not understand its purpose or its significance. So I guess my first question to you is, what is the overall purpose of the CAFR report? This financial report was designed to provide our citizens and elected officials, including investors, creditors, and and the financial community, with a general overview of the state's finances and to demonstrate the state's accountability for the monies that we receive. The information is presented on an accrual basis in compliance with generally accepted accounting principles and thus recognizes the amounts owed by the government but not paid at the end of the fiscal year, as well as the amounts due to the government but not received at the end of the fiscal year. It also contains information on real property and other fixed assets, long-term obligations and investments held outside the government treasury and includes statistical and economic data not available in other reports. Okay, thank you. For somebody who is looking at this document for the first time, it can be rather intimidating and it seems like a daunting task to complete. Can you give us a kind of a sense of how long it takes to complete the report and about generally how many staff it uh, requires? Well, we've been preparing a comprehensive annual financial report for the state since 1989 and I can tell you at this point it's a year-long process that we're involved in. Throughout the year, staff members focus on a multitude of various tasks, including many CAFR-related issues. And we deal with also error reporting, cash flows, 1099 miscellaneous reporting, and then we also respond for the state on all new GASB pronouncements that are made. We have four staff members that are assigned to the GAP team, but they do not spend all of their time working exclusively on the CAFR during the year. From about July 1st through December 31st, we have four full-time members working on it, and then also we may have one or two other additional staff that we have to have work with that team. Has the process become fairly automated in recent years? We've got it down now where most of the work is done on Excel spreadsheets. The departments send us information on Excel spreadsheets. It's all done through emails and transactions. At some point, our statewide I-3 accounting system has a component that also does some CAFR reporting that we're looking at, but currently that module would not work for the state of Iowa in the way that we report. And I assume your staff have to work closely with uh, state agencies, business managers? Actually, we work with over 70 different departments and agencies throughout state government, ranging anywhere from the Board of Regents, universities, and small agencies to the Department of Human Services, the Iowa Finance Authority, the Iowa Lottery Authority, So we do work with a wide variety of different departments and agencies. This is a rather technical document that I assume organizations outside of state government use. 
to gather information about the state of Iowa. Give me a sense of what groups outside of state government are the biggest users of the CAFR report. Well, it's interesting because we get a lot of contact from different folks and it's a lot of elected officials. We hear from legislators during the year who have questions and issues, but we also hear from citizens. We hear from citizens groups, a lot of the taxpayer associations and some of those types of groups, educational institutions, all kinds of universities and institutions that are doing research across the country use it. Federal government is a very important user of the CAFR now. Most of their, like our statewide indirect cost allocation plan is based off the information that's in the CAFR and they use that to begin their investigations and to begin working with us on what departments are allowed to recover in their cost allocation programs. We also have local governments, we have tax groups, we have policy and research groups. Of course, we have the rating agencies and investors and investment firms who we get a significant number of calls from them asking about the state's financial practices and they especially understand governmental generally accepted accounting principles so they get very technical and get into a lot of those types of, of issues. Yeah, and that kind of leads into my next question about the rating agencies. Do they use this report to determine the state's bond ratings? Yeah, we work very closely with the state treasurer's office on a lot of the bond issuances and when the state's going to do some things. Mm -hmm. And they typically are very interested in the state's cash and investments, the debt obligations, the audit opinion, the fund balances, the balances including the reserve fund balances and activities around the cash reserve and economic emergency funds. They look at a lot of that. They ask a lot of questions based on the information that's provided in the CAFR. Mm -hmm. um, they look, at, of course, at the funding status of the state's pension plans and they look at other long-term liabilities that the state has or are aware of. So they do focus a lot on the CAFR. We get a lot of our questions come from those types of entities that understand the high level of information that's contained in the CAFR and they ask for a lot more detailed information. And Dave, one of the things that, that you're very much aware of, because in the past you've gotten um, the long-term debt information from us, right. the, the rating agencies are also interested in looking at that. They like to see the total bonds, the revenue bonds, they like to see, like if we've uh, issued other types of financing instruments, they look at our leases, a lot of our lease information. But this is the place where they can go and they can get a picture of the state, what the state treasurer has issued, but they can also get a picture of what the finance authorities issued. They can look at what the Board of Regents institutions have looked at. So this is kind of a place where it's all put together in one spot and then they can ask their various questions from that. What would you consider the most important parts of the CAFR report that state policymakers should really understand? Probably the most important thing for everyone to understand about the CAFR is that it presents the big picture of the state's financial performance. It's the place where everyone can go and see where the large amount of activity is done. You can look at the state budget and you can see the general fund and you can see how the state's general fund, which is the main operating fund, does. But as you know, and most people are aware, there's a lot of other financial transactions and financial items out there that the state has that are not part of the general fund. And this is the place where they can go and see that. This is probably the only place where the financial community, which includes our elected officials and citizens, can view what the financial position is of the state's general fund and all the other funds, not just the general fund. We have the detailed information on what the balances are in all those other funds. And it also includes the long-term liabilities and 
the fixed assets for the state. People don't understand how much in value the state owns in fixed assets, whether it's infrastructure like our highways and our roads and some of those things, or whether it's equipment that sits somewhere in a, a state office or a state building. Right. But the CAFR has that type of information, so it's very good. There's some other key pieces to the CAFR that I'm not sure everyone understands, but in there, there's a document called the Management Discussion and Analysis Section, which is an executive summary of the state's financial performance during the fiscal year. And this is one section that's very important for people to look at and read because it's where the state's management, in this case it's the Department of Management and the Department of Administrative Services, put together an executive summary of how the, the state's finances did for a year. It highlights fund balances, it compares prior year activity to the current year, and it provides just a quick summary of outstanding debt and capital assets. The other thing that's very important for everyone to realize with the CAFR is that the audit opinion that's issued on the CAFR is the only financial opinion given on the state's financial position as a whole. It's very important for people to understand that the state auditor is an independent auditor of the CAFR. They spend a great deal of time and have a number of people who work on the CAFR and how important, you know, that it's the only place you're going to see where there's an opinion given that says that states in compliance with generally accepted accounting principles as promulgated by the Governmental Accounting Standards Board. So every year we work very, very closely with the State Auditor's Office to have this audit report audited and, and get an audit report and get what we hope is a clean audit every year. Okay, Calvin, I want to thank you for your time and this has been very informative. Thank you. Thank you.